A purpose-driven woman. Shout out to the founder, to the founder, Miss Felicia Shakespeare. Shakespeare, Shakespeare, Shakespeare. M class me, class me, class me, class me. The brand collaborative, brand tuning in to a Purpose Driven Woman podcast with your host, Felicia Shakespeare. I am so excited to be here tonight. Uh, and actually, I've said tonight, it is actually nighttime. Uh, but thank you so much for listening, whatever time of day you are listening. Uh, as always, we want to make sure that there is a platform for you to receive uh, stories of hope, stories of inspiration from individuals who are actually out doing the work and so many things that could potentially impact uh, your trajectory as as you learn about what they're doing. So my guest tonight is no different than any other guest that I've had. And I always would say the comment, I think they're pretty amazing. I think I've actually had a very great lineup. Uh, and, and before I forget, I want to also say this is actually season two of the podcast. And for those who joined me season one, I want to thank you so much. And you know, we have kind of made a pivot uh, with our name. We are no longer going just under beyond, but we are a Purpose Driven Woman podcast. So thank you again for listening. So tonight I have a very special guest. Her name is Melanie Patchell, and she is joining me as the founder of The Next Collective. And before I get too deep into the show, I want to go ahead and have Melanie introduce herself. Hi. Um, thanks so much for having me, Felicia. I'm, I'm really honored and excited to be part of it. Um, I can tell you a little bit about The Next Collective, which is it started as this idea to bring women together to talk about how to approach their next chapter. And I myself have a background in advertising and um, have spent time living abroad, spent home, time at home with my kids, and was really looking for community around the idea of what was next for me and started asking myself some questions about you know, what my path should be and is this it and is there more? And I just, I, I looked around and I found inspiration in certain places, but never really thought... Um, I saw myself reflected in, in some of the women's groups that were popping up. Okay. Um, and so I set out to create one. And that's what The Next Collective is all about, is bringing women together in conversation and, and um, discussing how to approach their next chapter. I just love it. it. You know, for me, Melanie, I think some of the most uh, straightforward terms are just the best. I love it. The next collective. And as we spoke about it a little bit already, um, I know you had pointed out a factor of finding your people. So what have you found as, you know, what has been the greatest joy so far and what have you seen as far as a, probably a consistent, uh, approach of how women need to be served? Well, I think that sometimes women can get stuck on a certain path, whether that's um, a career path or a life path. Um, and 
start to look a little bit inward and feel like there aren't choices and there aren't options. And as I started to talk to other women about my situation of, of looking to, to do something different, I found myself, um, you know, in conversation with so many bright, accomplished women that maybe just um, needed some support and some community around championing, 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 championing their next move. And um, they were full of ideas, but maybe didn't have the confidence to move forward or were lacking certain skills. And you know, I, these women all have something in common, which is they're all interested in growth and interested in change. And a little bit of hope and community and connection can really go a long way to bring other women, um, you know, forward in their journey. And it's funny you said that I love the three words you just used, hope, community, and connection. And I, and I would honestly say, you know, as we've also shared a little bit, you know, with you and I just having a, a brief conversation about uh, the why behind it. What, what surprises me uh, most, Melanie, is the fact that, you know, we are so empowered. I, I just feel women are ruling the world practically right now. I don't know if you agree with me on that, but I just yeah. feel like so many places, so many spaces. But why, you know, I, and this is the why, my question would be, you know, why would there be, a, you know, this disparity? Because I, I think that word hope does have a connotation that some women do feel alone in this process. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, once again, creating these communities are the answer. So, so what, what made you, uh, you know, when you, when you, when, what made you choose those terms, hope, community, and connection? Well, it definitely came from a very personal place for me because um, I had been, um, you know, in advertising and did a few other things and did some consulting and slowly, little by little, pulled away from the more corporate world and the world where I interacted with people on a daily basis. And when I started to think about what my next step might be, I felt very alone. And when I looked around, I didn't feel that there was a space for me necessarily. I felt like there were a lot of things that were built for millennial women. And I myself am a little bit older than that and didn't feel connected to that. Although I think I've learned so much from millennial women. And I think there are so many things that, um, you know, women starting on this journey a little bit later in life can, can learn. But I didn't feel like they understood my perspective necessarily. Um, or I felt other organizations were very corporate. And because I had stepped away from that world um, and was doing more freelance work or was spending time at home, I felt intimidated by that space. And so for me, it was really about um, you know creating a space that women uh, felt safe and felt they could really reveal their innermost thoughts and also realize that they weren't alone, that there were many people in their situation, and also that there were women to look to for inspiration and hope that had come out of these changes and made career pivots um, and found more, you know, even just more sort of purpose in their life, regardless of, you know, at what stage they were starting or what age they were, um, that there's kind of hope in the idea that there can always be new beginnings. I love it. And even as you articulated, you know, the fact that there are times that, uh, 
women do get to the point just based on their stage of life where they begin to question themselves. Even if, even if they've done so many things, I've seen women that have, you know, and I think I shared a little bit, you know, even becoming the author of the book that I wrote, one of the first events that I, actually the very first night, Melanie, we didn't talk about this, but the very first night that I actually was able to share the book was at a women's uh, conference in mm. And what happened that night, there was a 67-year-old woman that walked up to the table. And of course, the title kind of catchy, You Are Your Brand. But what stood out for me the most is when this particular woman, this precious woman, told me she was still looking for her purpose. How she had done so many different things, but she still wasn't sure about what she, what she should be doing next, mm-hmm. literally. So I just find that this is such a critical point uh, for women that, as you pointed out, that have experiences in their lives that have some career experiences and want to do something new. Uh, but that, but that kind of uh, bothered me because I felt like not only was she wanting to figure out what was next, she wasn't clear on her purpose. So I heard you mention the word purpose. And my next question to you would be, how has purpose played a role in your journey? And how does that play a role in these women's journeys who's a part of your vision? Yeah, I mean, I, I have thought about this a little bit because I think I mentioned to you before that I, you know, when I decided to step away from advertising, I didn't really feel that I had a passion. Many people say, follow your dreams, follow your passions. But I had um, a skill set and an interest in a lot of different things, but I didn't have that one thing that I wanted to do. And I felt, um, you know, I felt discouraged by that. And, um, you know, this, the idea for the next collective came out of a lot of self-exploration and also conversations with other women. But the thing to me about purpose is living with intention um, and constantly working on a plan for your life that you choose not to be on autopilot, but to actually be the driver and to be in, intentional about how you spend your time and your energy and mm-hmm. with whom. Um, and I think that, you know, that can be the, this idea of purpose can be intimidating, but it doesn't have to be because to me, there's, it's a, it's an idea of being thoughtful, right? And always thinking about where you're headed and, and what your goals are and, and what, um, you know, what energy you want to have surrounding you. And then I think things start to fall into place. Um, you know, and so now I feel like I, my journey of, of sort of relaunching my career and energizing my desire to continue to low, to grow and to learn is, you know, now given me purpose to share that with other women. Um, but I didn't know, you know, I just started following down this path of really looking into myself and, um, you know, trying, trying different things and giving myself that time to explore. And through that, I was able to really kind of focus in on, on what my purpose is. But I don't want women to be intimidated by that idea of purpose because I think sometimes it finds you if you are intentional and thoughtful and continuing to sort of pay attention to what's around you and to, to the signals. Absolutely. This is an awesome conversation. Um, 
and something you just stated that just resonated with me, uh, and I and I can kind of if I could summarize it, I would say women need to start giving themselves permission, right? Mm-hmm. How often women do not, you know, we're so in the grind, you know, and by nature we are nurturers, you know, whether you have a family or just want like you want you just want to help, you want people to succeed, you know, you just do what you have to do. You know, at least in my spectrum of the world, I, that's how the, the women I've you know been raised around. It's like they've given so much of themselves. And unfortunately, I think sometimes we don't give ourselves permission to live outside of an autopilot life. Right. And I think. Yeah. Put it. But it's so important. It's so important that we understand. And, I, and you know, even with our symmetry, you know, even though the message is similar, we have a different path, but it's so similar in that. Right. We want women to understand their purpose and, as, as I would say, their reason for being, right? And yeah. I, once you realize that, and one other point I want to make, Melanie, this is, this is good conversation. You <laughs> 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 made about, uh, I don't want to lose that train of thought, but I think you were just talking about it organically like as you, as you be or make those steps to be intentional, right? Yes. Totally agree with you. We have to literally take the steps, you know, one thing will need will organically it's, and I don't even know what it's called, but it's like, literally it's just, it's like, it just aligns when you make the right steps towards the things that you're supposed to be doing at this time, all of what you need seems to just lay out, lay itself out. Would you agree with that? Yes. I think when you come into something with the right intention um, and an open heart, things do start to unfold in a way that serve kind of the greater good and, and serve your highest intentions. Um, and I, I feel like I've, you know, since I, I started with the next collective, it's happened to me so many times where I'll, you know, meet somebody and, you know, they, bring something to me that I didn't expect and my views are expanded and then another door opens and something else unfolds that I didn't know about it. And I just went into the, you know, initial conversation with the most positive intent and things start to sort of unfold from there, but you have to be open to it and you have to be, you have to recognize it um, and take advantage of those opportunities when they present themselves as well. Wonderful. Well, I didn't ask you to do this prior. So if you just have some, but I was going to ask you, are there three tools or top bits of advice that you could share with women on how to move into their next? Well, one is to give yourself permission to try different things. Okay. I think um, young women these days are... are um, growing up in a culture that encourages, you know, being not just one thing, but being many things and trying different things. And some of us women that are already established don't often feel that we have that freedom to be able to explore. So um, if you're someone like me and you don't, you know, know exactly where you want to go, you have to try things before you can figure it out. Right. So, um, that's one tip. The other thing that was so helpful for me was um, getting an outside perspective. I um, ended up working with a, a life coach who has been a game changer for me. 
But nowadays there are so many um, support networks and the coaching field. Not everybody can, you know, has the luxury of being able to afford coaches, but many coaches do offer sort of free sessions and all kinds of different workshops and things. So put yourself in a position where you can get an outside perspective and start to learn and grow. Um, so I guess that's my second piece of advice. And then, um, my third piece is just start before you're ready, because as women, we often feel like we're not prepared enough. We need to go back to school. We need another degree. We need to have all the T's crossed and the I's dotted, but, um, men don't think that way. Um, they just go for it. And I think women could use a little bit more of that kind of, um, just take the leap and the net will follow. Um, and it's, it's really, you know, you learn, at least in my experience, you learn from taking action. And of course you will not always succeed. And that's part of the journey. But I think, um, like I said, women sometimes tend to overthink things and can be, have that sort of analysis paralysis, um, when you could have already been, been, um, taking action and, and learning and moving from there versus still plotting how you were going to get there. And I, I could totally relate to that, Melanie, um, having experienced analysis paralysis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when, but I will say you are absolutely spot on when you make those necessary steps to just get out there it's really a situation where I believe sometimes we have a, a maybe I, I don't want to say unrealistic view, but because we haven't experienced something, it's, it's sometimes so far fetched. So like you said, you're so busy trying to prepare or if you have this other side of you that wants things to be so perfect, you know, you don't want to look a certain way or appear that you don't know or have it all you know, together per se, based on what the measurement of maybe what someone else would think. And that's why knowing who you are, I think is so critical to get yeah. that point. Because why, when you realize ultimately that you have a purpose, right? And that you are in your purpose. And I would also say this, purpose does evolve, right? It's not just, okay, I was doing this. And that's what I love about the next collective. You're really promoting the fact that hey, although I may have been doing this, there is more for me, right? Mm-hmm. X for me, you know? So purpose is evolutionary as well, in my opinion, you know? So just because you're doing one thing today does not mean that's the only thing that you were born to do. So as, as you so eloquently yeah, give to the listeners, the advisement to just get out. Yeah, yeah, get out there, right? Try something new. But I know we're on the same page, literally, because I, I could even think of even as a, a younger, you know, in my years of younger years of just, you know, wanting to figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. And I just could never get to that bottom line, Melanie. I was always that person too. Where I wanted to be all the things. Right. I love doing so many different things, right? And it's okay to be who you are. And the point I really wanted to drive home was once you get to the point of knowing your identity, um, you realize why there is no one like you, right? Literally, you are on your path. You are in your sphere of the world. Literally, there's no one walking, you know, the path, the journey with the people at the same time, right? On a daily basis, just getting that simplistic, you know, you literally impacting people in your community based on where you live, where you shop, and of course, where you choose to develop your dreams and aspirations. So there is truly no one 
that can compete with you except for you. And, right. and that's how I'd look at that. I think you're right. I think you need to, if you're true to yourself, then mm-hmm. there isn't anyone like you. And even my sort of um, advertising and marketing brain, which is always thinking about the competition and analyzing, um, right. you know, there oh, can yeah. be a million people doing the same thing, but if you're doing it in a way that is authentic to yourself then you know, you're different and no one's doing it like you. Absolutely. And you have, and there's, and there's a group that you will always have uh, that would be attracted to the work that you're doing. That, and that's what I found. I'm sure you can say the same thing. Um, you know, although there are so many women's organizations, you know, I'm happy that we are, co- you know, we are connected. And at the, at the same time, you know, there's just different things that one may see in this group that, you know, but at the same time where there is a, a sisterhood, I think that ultimately is developed because we all want to see each other win. I think we talked about that a little earlier. So we just really want to see women succeed and, and people and individuals in general. Yeah. yeah. So what is next for the next collective as we begin to wrap up our conversation? Why don't you share with the listeners what's coming up? Well, um, I'm, I'm doing a new series and it's called The Next List. And every week I'm profiling women that are living and creating their next chapter. So whether that's um, a career pivot, starting a business, um, or just trying something new. So I'll be profiling different women and I'm going to be, as you know, profiling you as well. So that'll be upcoming. And then um, we are having our second conference here in Chicago. That's going to be on May 14th. Um, And there'll be a full day event with speakers and experiences all designed around this idea of um, community and inspiration and resource for women interested in kicking off their next chapter. So you can go to my website, um, next, the next and all the details will be there. Well, Melanie Pachel, the founder of the next collective, it has been my pleasure. <laughs> it's so fun. Yes, it was great. I, I think the listeners are going to be so enlightened. And once again, she's clearly uh, shared how to stay in touch. So we appreciate you being on our podcast. And as always, listeners, we will be with you soon. Take care, guys. 